Look at that. Dwight O fight two. Dwight O fight two. Dwight O fight. <laughs> Dwight O fight. That's way funnier than Dwight R fight. Personally, I'm I'm not expecting it, but I am very hopeful for Dwight. Why fight? <laughs> Dwight I fight. <laughs> Dwight you fight. They're all funny. This is a good name. Dwight B fight is still pretty good. Dwight G fight isn't quite as good, but it still kind of works. I guess I'll just need to fast that up read really quick. Greetings, citizens, and welcome to episode 37 of Paranoia, Fight Together or Die a Clone. Today we will be doing the rest of the secret debriefings after mission 4, specifically Lights and Fritter. Although Fritters will have a few differences because, well, let's just go ahead and do Lights first, shall we? Lights is really almost entirely ignorant of everything that happened in the Blue Room, so for him, this mission is more about the small trade that he had to do, and also about wrapping up Processor R94, which, as we found out at the end of Mission 4, is now in full production and released to the public. So, um, I guess we'll see how that goes for him. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. So, Lights, Dwight R. Fight 2. You know, I did make a great decision. What's that? I dropped off those important things before the entire warehouse got covered in acid. Probably was smart to do that uh, as soon as possible. Although, yeah. coincidentally, you ended up alone with Fritter at the end of the mission, too. Weird, uh, but true. Yeah. I thought long and hard about how can I fuck over Frit and take all the money? And then I decided, you know, I think my secret society would probably be mad at me for doing that, even if I got away with everything. Uh, I think you guessed right. It's not always about the loot. Sometimes it's about the friends we make along the way, Lights. Yeah. Sometimes your mission's about making friends. <sighs> All right. So, um, obviously next time you go to meet with the FD, uh, you are, you have your, you have your goods in tow, right? Yeah. So you turn that in. Uh, that's that's the easy one. You get the thumbs up. You did the trade. Yeah. Now, let's talk about our best friend, Processor R94. Mm. It appears it exists in large quantities. It does. So, you... Your quest has moved to the, to the completed section, but the name of it did turn red, which means that you probably didn't do all that there was to do. Hmm. But we can't look back, Lights. We can only look forwards. Yeah. What's that a new quest that popped up named? Well, I'll get to that. I'll get to that. But, okay. um... So you did... You you did... You, you didn't find out nothing about it. So let's let's sum up... <clears throat> let's try to... I, I, would, I would like you to sum up everything that you know, or at least uh, that you report reported about Processor R94. So obviously... Uh, you you reported all this stuff uh, in uh, mission two, for example, that you learned. Yeah. Did you? Was there any instances where you learned stuff about processor R ninety four after mission two? Because I can't quite recall. Uh. Not unless for some bizarre reason it was on the Protech PDA. Mm -mm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You 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 get a couple points for that, but not. Not as many, unfortunately. But fortunately, you've been making plenty of progress with other missions. Um, so you are actually going to make it to 5th degree. Holy moly, that's a high number. 
It is a high number. Oh, jeez. Um, you were very close to it already, and now you are it, but uh, unfortunately you didn't get much farther than that due to not, unfortunately not uncovering enough about processor R94. But let's let's not dwell on the bad parts. Let's let's celebrate. Uh, let's celebrate by me looking up what I give to you next. Can't believe how well Dwight's doing. I guess this is the power of not blowing up a sector. It does tend to have some positive impact. Okay, so you um you get two you get four things, and those four things are divided into two things. And the okay. first of those things is uh you are going to be receiving one of those devices that you uh recovered. Uh so what this is is uh maybe about a sort of like a really old cell phone, kind of like bulky sized device. Okay. Um it's very, very shiny, very chromatic uh kind of like bronze and steel and it's got it's it's kind of like a little cylinder type of thing with lots of little pieces that can come on and off and um it's difficult to to assess what it is uh because it is not standard equipment so if someone finds it in your inventory then they won't know exactly what it is although it is a bit suspicious um when properly set up this is a Sort of a variable um, EMP device. Okay. Uh, depending depending on how it is set by the user, you can have it be sort of like a a mine that will trigger if someone gets too close, or you can you can have it set up a small sort of a field, an EMP field that will last for a short amount of time, but in a large area. So you can have it be. Basically, you deploy it on the ground or or on a wall. It can stick to walls or ceilings. Uh, so uh, I would I would write this down as a a variable EMP mine, but uh, it's up to you. It's basically a deployable EMP of of whatever type that you might want to choose. I just put variable EMP device with a uh, mine field in parentheses. That works. Whatever whatever will that. help you remember it. I'm slapping that right in the trees in a slot. Yes, indeed. Um, so that that is your society special. You get a society special for getting your fifth degree. Ooh. Um, you've gotten things like this before, as you know. Uh, yeah. Your your other reward for getting to fifth degree is a fun one. You are going to be getting three magazines. Oh boy! But they all have to be for different skills. Oh boy! Magazines are a reward that I give that's like a skill up, but less so. You need three of the same kind of magazine to increase your skill, and they can also do some other things that we'll find out about later. And you have to convince me that the skill that you're picking is somehow related to your secret society, but other than that, it can be anything. Okay, uh, first one, demolitions. Uh, it's obviously related to my secret society because that is my uncommon skill from them. Naturally. Okay. Uh, let me... I'll probably get out trade these, so let's get some misdirection ones. Let's get bot programming. Also obvious. Okay. Hmm. I don't know. There's a lot of things that I could get from the last one. You can, if you don't know yet, you can think about it for a bit and tell me later. I don't know. How does hacking sound? Hacking? Yeah, hacking. Um. Yeah, I suppose that's. I suppose that's related since you are a, a infiltrator. Okay. Okay. So you got demolitions, bot programming, and hacking. Yeah. <laughs> These come with funny Fallout names, or are we going to have to mulligan on those? 
Nope, I didn't write funny names for those yet. Oh, well. I will put those in someday. Uh, okay. So those are your rewards. So processor R94. Um, some information about it is public now, which is good to know, but um, sadly irrelevant, uh, or, or sadly it uh, makes irrelevant uh, trying to do anything to it before it is released. Uh, it appears to be a new form of uh, Asimov protection. Oh boy! Most most robots have something built in to uh, you know stop them from going fucking bonkers. Yeah, I remember riffing that out of Voidbot. Yeah, specifically this one is it's it's a it's a new form of it. It's a new type, some kind of new category of it, and mm-hmm. we don't know much more than that. Um, it would have been it would have been very useful if your secret society could have had some influence on it, perhaps to to you know, and one man, dude. Yeah, but um, that's okay. You know, uh, at least we were prepared for something. Question mark. So um, now that you're fifth degree, actually, in fact, I, I think I might have already told you this, but once you are once you're fourth degree in a society, that generally means that you are no longer a new recruit in any sense. Um, and now that you're fifth degree, you're especially not a new recruit. You are starting to be a, uh, I mean, you know, they had a, they had a little party for you. You're a, you're a fairly respected member. Okay. Um, it is time for you to choose a more specialized role in the society. Okay. Um, you're not just a, you're not just a general errand boy. Uh, so you get to choose what um what what kind of tasks tasks you want to pursue in the future if you want to you can remain uh in your in your current group or if you if you are tired of going undercover you could you could rapidly uh switch to active robot destruction uh um, i have a lot of points in subterfuge skills which means i should probably stick into that role that's fine even though um, i do have a lust for violence even if you do stick to that role there's still uh there's still more to be done there are groups trying to infiltrate uh, Protech. There are groups trying to infiltrate Corporn Metal, um, and also trying to infiltrate other societies just for the sake of it to see if you can find anything interesting. There are also uh, people who just generally gather information about upcoming robot stuff, which is you 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 kind of been doing some of each of that. You know, sometimes you're assigned to gather robot stuff. Sometimes you're assigned to infiltrate a society specifically. Mm-hmm. Society infiltration, that sounds fun. Uh, so it's it's up to you if you would like to just be a general robot robot assessor or if you want to be a, a double agent uh, for another society. The society in this case would not be Protect because they already uh, really want to kill you. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't actually think it tells me to be a double agent right now because if I try to go into, like, Core Metal, Metal... Uh, and I ever run into a protect dude, and they're like, "Wait a second, You're, you can't be Corporal. That's not your ammo." Well, listen. I mean, uh, secret societies are very large, so the odds of you running into a protect member who knows you by face um, are very low, unless you're in protect and your face is like in the protect. That's uh, fair. Member logs. That's the reason you can't join Protech. You can still you can still fuck around with Protech. In fact, I mean, like as long as you're I mean, not doing it in 
the sector or in anything related to that robot club, then you shouldn't have any problems. It's a little bit risky, so you probably wouldn't want to if you don't have to, but... Um, I get you. Uh... God, do I really want a double agent core for metal? That sounds... Oof. That sounds pretty spicy. It's pretty spicy. That would be pretty spicy. It doesn't have to be core for metal. Um... No, but it would be. <laughs> I mean, that, that, that's maybe the most lucrative choice, yes. You only shoot for the moon, Guest. Only shoot for the moon, got it. Hmm. Yeah, I'm going to shoot for the moon. Let's uh, become an infiltrator, a double agent. Yeah, you want a double agent for Core Metal? Yeah, double agent for Core Metal. All right. Um, so now now you are a, a double agent, uh, an infiltrator specifically. Uh, it's up to you if you want to write this down or not. It's not. It doesn't really affect... Anything except for um, what I am going to be doing to you. Uh, it doesn't change your stats or anything. Gotcha, gotcha. It's merely a title. But you are now a Frankenstein uh, infiltrator. So you, your, um, your secret society is going to set up some way for you to get initiated into Corporal Metal. And then uh, once you do, there will be obviously more stuff to do in there. Um, mm-hmm. For now, you don't know what is going to happen because sometime before the next mission, when we're when we're close to doing it, you will get a chance to uh, join Corporal Metal. Okay. Um, or you know, in fact, I guess if you wanted to spend your free time to try to get into Corporal Metal, then I could arrange for that to be a mission if you want to use a free time slot on that. Um, I think whatever. The FD is able to set up. It's probably going to be smarter than me just ambling into a place and saying, "I want to be a robot. I want to be a robot." Um, I, I mean, like if you if you are willing to spend the free time to do a mission, then I could have the Frankenstein destroyers set something up for you. You know, outside of mission five, pre-mission mm-hmm. five, in intermission time. Hmm. I'll consider it, but I'll probably be passing on that because Kyle's coming on the next mission, and I don't know if I can work him into the Frankenstein destroyer, the uh, corporal initiation, without being really mad at me. Yeah, I can understand that. I just wanted to make that an offer so that you have okay. freedom of choice. I gotcha. Okay, so yeah, um, I will be, I will be formulating a way for that to happen on the next mission. Um, let's see. Is there anything else? I mean, obviously, if you can uncover more secrets about processor R ninety four, by all means, do so. But it is no longer a priority because. You know, now we can pretty easily send people in to just figure out what it is because it's public, public mm-hmm. knowledge. But if you do find something out, you know, so be it. Yeah. All right. Um, I can't think of anything else that needs to be done. Do you have any secret errands or shopping that you need to do? Probably got some orange shopping I need to do, honestly. Mm. Yes, orange now. Uh, you are, you are. So ever so slightly in orange, but as long as you don't fuck up next mission. Don't fuck up is my metal name. Just don't fuck up. It's all you have to do. Let's see. What's on the list of things? Orange. Uh, There's lots of cool things you can buy when you're orange. Some of the stuff that people usually buy immediately is um, laser uh, rifles rather than pistols. Uh, Sometimes you get assigned those. Sometimes you, you don't. Depends on how heavy resistance is expected to be on any mission. 
There's also uh, sonic weaponry, and I think you can buy a laser blaster too. What's the difference between a blaster and a pistol? So the um, the laser pistol and the laser rifle are the troubleshooter weapons of choice. They are reflected by reflect armor. They are effective against biological targets, not so much against uh, robots and barely at all against buildings, which is why it takes entire, uh, you know, 12 barrels to melt through the floor, as we saw previously. Mm-hmm. Um, this is very specifically so that troubleshooters who are notoriously... Uh, messy. Well, yeah, notoriously messy, so that they don't cause too much trouble. Um, a laser blaster is actually just a general energy weapon usually used by the armed forces. Um, it, it, it Instead of firing a thin beam, a precision beam, it fires a large bolt of energy, so to speak. Um, and this can this is much more... Uh, generally destructive it won't you won't really notice too much of it it increase in power if you're just fighting commies or mutants or whatever um but if you need to blow up the environment for some reason like if you wanted to melt through the floor then this would probably be better um they are a bit more difficult to use but you're very trained with energy weapons so that shouldn't be a problem at all yeah um orange people also buy sunglasses usually Obviously. Uh, what else? I was buying sunglasses before I was orange. That's right. Uh, that was a mistake, but oh well. I'm sure there's something you can find on the list that I made public in Roll20. Yeah. And let me just scroll through. I can find a five-gallon tub of cold fun. Mm. 200 goddamn credits. No thanks. You could buy your very own Jackobot for 10,000 credits if you wanted to. <sighs> Let's see. That would put me in a razor debt. No thanks. Hmm. Um. Well, how much is that laser blaster? Let us find out. The laser blaster is 500 credits. And uh, just for reference, the laser rifle body is 250 credits, and the barrels are usually around 50 credits. Oh, they don't. I can't put a. Uh, Barrels are unfortunately not compatible between the uh, the rifle and the pistol. But are they compatible between the blaster and the pistol? No, no. The blaster uses completely different ammunition as well. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Oh, this is going to be expensive fast. So let's just get that laser rifle. Uh, I'll get a blaster when I've got more money. Okay. Uh, just for reference, the sonic pistol is quite cheap. It's only 150 credits. Sonic rifle is 300 credits. Uh, oh, you can also get a stun gun for 250 credits. That is a that is a field weapon. Um, I don't know if you have any field weapon skills, but if you do, this would be a good way to make use of them. Um, nah. Eh? A field weapon is not that great. Okay. Um, so the laser rifle with the barrels could be 300 credits total, right? That's correct. Okay. Uh, yeah, that seems like a good start. Let's see. What wonderful new drugs can I put in people? You can buy a hammer. I got fists. Just, just in case. Alright. I'm feeling good. Ah, what's the cost of sunglasses? Where are they? Thus concludes the Secret Society debriefing for Lights. Next up is Fritter, but also I have some news to share with you about Fritter. 
to avoid beating around the bush, I will just say it. Fritter will unfortunately be leaving the podcast. This is kind of weird for me because actually he left, you know, uh, several months ago in real time. But for the podcast, I'm just recording this now as I edit this episode because if I told you that he was going to leave earlier, that would spoil that he's not involved in things down the line and I don't want to do any spoilers that I don't really have to or that aren't really funny. There has not been any major falling out of friendship. No dark secrets were revealed. Nobody's getting canceled, at least not yet. It's simply a matter of scheduling. You see, capitalism requires that we do things other than paranoia in order to make money, unlike in paranoia, where we don't have to deal with anything like capitalism. Fritter had been able to make sessions without giving us too many scheduling issues. However, he just didn't really have enough time in order to do any of his secret stuff or to communicate with players outside the game, which not only made the game hard to balance, but also made it hard to include all of his plot threads. You may have noticed, for example, that when I did the first question and answers with our players, we didn't do Frit because we couldn't arrange to schedule with him, and uh, it just kind of never happened. Stuff like this continued to go on, and as you may notice, we have been doing more and more secret missions between missions, and that is why he simply cannot keep up at the moment. I say at the moment because it is more than possible that he will return in the future, and if he does, I want to keep his character preserved for him. So none of his secrets will be revealed to the other players, of course, which is a little hard, actually, because we've all been part of the same group of friends for a very long time, and that's not going to change anytime soon. But there is the matter of keeping you, the listeners, informed. And, um, Fritter didn't actually leave immediately after Mission 4, you see. He left kind of before we did Mission 5. So I did actually do his secret debriefing. I have it right here in digital format on this computer. That's my computer. So what am I going to do about this? That's the question that I've been asking myself for a couple of weeks as I go through episodes and count it down until this happens. Option one is pretty simple. I don't show you the debriefing. However, it fits perfectly into this episode and also it has some interesting stuff in it because I was just starting to get around to making Fritter's plot a little bit more detailed, which is kind of a shame, but I've had much worse things happen when I'm game mastering, so not a huge problem. Also, if I don't show it to you, then we have the problem of if he comes back, you don't know what it is that he's supposed to do. Option two, I show you the debriefing, and then afterwards I tell you he's left, which is kind of a kick in the nuts for you guys, because then you get hyped up for what's going to happen, and then it doesn't happen. Option three, which I decided to go with, is that I tell you he's going to leave, but then I give you the debriefing as an extra. So if you don't care, by the way, then you can just turn this off right now. Just cut this off. I'm... I'm not fucking around when I say that the rest of this episode is going to be, it's basically going to be one big joke and also my nice little send-off for Fritter. But if he comes back at some point in the future and you didn't listen to this, then you should come back and listen to this, you know, whatever. Okay, speaking of nice send-off for Fritter, I was talking with the players, including Fritter, about what I should do for this, and we decided we should do some sad music. However, there's a couple problems with me playing sad music in the background over the entire thing. One, it gets a little bit annoying and repetitive. Two, it's possible that it could get taken down for copyright. I have fixed this, however, by doing some very specific music placement, as you will see right now. Please enjoy this special segment, which I dub Farewell Fritter. Ah, here we go. So as is pretty standard, uh, you get a congratulations letter for completing your mission. That went pretty well. Yeah, uh, it seems you did the exchange and there was... Pretty much no suspicion as a result. Excellent. And um, you already had a good deal of progress. So uh, as a result, 
you are going to make it to fourth degree, although just barely. Oh yeah. Moving on up. Okay. Let's see. I can I just get rid of these 15k plastic creds from lights? Mm-hmm. That are in my inventory. Okay. I mean unless you're gonna stiff your society, but No. No I'm not. Okay. So your reward for this. A little strange. But here's how it works. Alright. You will pick a category of skills, one of the six things, you know. Okay. And that will increase by one. Okay. But you have to pick four skills in that category and one outside that category to lower by one. <sighs> oh, fuck. So the ones inside that category, essentially they will not change overall, but the ones outside of that will actually go down as a result. But everything else inside the category you pick will basically go up. Wait, so say that again? Pick one category, everything goes up by one, but I have to pick how many? So the, the category itself goes up. So like your management could go from seven up to eight. Okay. But then you pick four things inside that to go down by one. And you pick one thing that's not in the category to go down by one. And All right. You don't, you don't have to do this if you don't want to, but you should. Okay, so increase the overall skill by one and then... How many skills is that that I have to decrease within the category? Four. Four, okay. You know... <sighs> oh, also, one thing? Yep. You have to be able to convince me that the category you pick is related to your secret society. Okay, because I was going to say the obvious choice then would just be violence, because there's more skills in violence. That is true, although I really wouldn't say you get to use the skills in violence as much as you do other stuff, just because you usually don't have every kind of weapon in the game. But anyways... For your society, I would um, I would say that management or stealth would both be both be fine. If you want to do another one, that's fine, but you have to be able to convince me that you should. Okay, I'm gonna go. God, this is a chance to either ungimp my ungimp myself in certain areas or just make myself more godlike in others. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My management skills are absolute trash and could use a buff. But I could just be a software god. Mm-hmm. You know, gonna go for software god. Okay, so why is software related to your society? God, that's actually a good question. Because I've used software a lot, but if I really used it... For your mission? Yeah, well, I mean, a lot of my missions involve technology in general. Hmm. Setting stuff up. Trading stuff. Setting more stuff up, trading more stuff. I don't know. I'm a technician, what do you want from me? I'm just saying, I'm not sure if you've done a lot of software related to your society. <sighs> That's brutal, Lynn. I might allow hardware since you have deployed items, and that kind of counts. But Well, and I mean, there's also habitat engineering. Yeah, that is definitely related. Which is related, and architecture, which should probably be related. That is also definitely related. Alright, I guess. Well, I mean, that's the only, like, reasonable choice my seat for my secret society, so I guess I'll just raise hardware to eight then. Okay. And, um, you don't have to do this during this debriefing if you, if you can't think of things immediately. If you want, you can, you can wait and think about it and then just message me what skills you pick. <sighs> you know, I'm just gonna take nuclear engineering down to a hard negative seven. Hmm. That is something I will never be good at. <sighs> Although technically I have an eight, so it's still a negative six. Mm-hmm. I will take a negative one in mechanical engineering. 
a negative one in weapon and armor maintenance. And you know, I'll take an additional negative one in vehicle ops and maintenance. Kyle exists for a reason. And one outside skill. take bio weapons down to negative seven. And there we go. Alright, there we go. Now, I can't remember if I've ever given you this talk, but you probably wouldn't remember, so I'll give it to you again, because it would have been a previous campaign. But um, fourth degree is, generally speaking, when you are no longer considered a new member of a society uh, in any respect. You are oh wow no longer a new recruit. You are actually a fully-fledged member of the society. And this applies to program groups as well. Incredible. Also terrifying. So for the very first time, you are going to be meeting someone in person. So um, at one at, at a appointed time, you go to a particular civil office where people file papers to have things done in, in their sector and so on and so forth and all kinds of horrible business that nobody wants to do. Sounds fun. You head into a particular room and it appears to be just a empty conference room of some kind. Um, there are There's a large table here with some chairs um, and in one of the chairs uh, you see it is turned away from you but you can see someone's arms around the armrest uh, in a blue uniform of some kind uh, and he Dramatically spins the chair around to face you. Is he... does he have a cat on his lap? No, uh, sadly not. Uh, cats are... Not not really something you see in Alpha Complex, uh, ever. I guess Alpha Complex is just awful. Gotta join Purge. Sad. Okay, well... Yes, this man, this man has, um... Short black hair that sort of, um... It comes forward and, and curls a little bit. He's got a very nice... Uh, blue uniform for some something something kind of like um, uh, an, an aristocrat or some kind of important sector management type of person might wear probably in uh, central processing or or something like that so he says uh, he he has his hands uh, clasped together but as he turns around he gestures for a chair on the opposite end of the table and he says ah Frit, I believe. Please, have a seat. Uh, alright, I'll take a seat. Uh, you sit down, and he says, Well, first of all, congratulations on being back in Orange. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Glad to see that you're doing well, and glad to see that you've been doing well in our little group. It's certainly uh, been a very interesting experience. been very glad to take part. You know, our group is quite small compared to some hmm, associations in Alpha Complex, but we're always looking to expand, and it's good to see that we have new members who are so promising like yourself. Thank you, sir. That's uh, very kind of you. So he, um, he lifts up a briefcase and he puts it on the table, and he opens it up. And inside there's just lots and lots of documents. And he says, this is a list of some of my current projects that I'm managing and the basic information on them. Now, you see, it's quite a lot, and I need someone to take over some of these for me. In fact, you could say 
my job is really to redistribute certain projects to other people. Ah, yes, uh, delegation. Indeed. Now, the thing is, of course, I need to make sure that I'm giving them to people who can handle them. So, here's what I'm going to do. He picks up, uh, one of the stacks of papers, and he just kind of thumbs through them a little bit, and considers them, and he pulls out one, and he puts it down, and he says, this is a contract for the construction of, and management of, and many other things to do about, a new facility that we want to be operating sometime in the next few weeks. Now, I'm giving a copy of this to you, but I'm also giving a copy to several other people who are under my employ. Each of you is going to be assigned a particular item related to setting this up. Whoever does the best job gets to be in charge of the project once we're ready to launch it. Sounds good. Now, that's not to say that you won't be rewarded or compensated in some way if you aren't the best at your particular job. But he pushes it across the table towards you. He says, I'm just letting you know that if you manage to do the best of anyone, you'll be put in charge of the project. And I assure you that it is a quite lucrative project. I like the sounds of that, sir. Now, as for the particular branch that you're going to be doing, it just so happens that I haven't gotten to everyone involved in the project yet, so I'll give you the choice of what you think you'd be best at. So what are my choices here? Well, we need a location. That's one of the things we need, is someone to find and secure, uh, via whatever means necessary, a location for this building. It is going to be a server that stores quite a large amount of information and transfers it all over Alpha Complex, so it needs to be somewhere mm, with good access to all of the electricity and networks and things like that that it might need, and ideally somewhere that is close enough to a commercial sector that we can get any parts we might want, but preferably out of the way of anywhere mm, more noticeable. It doesn't really need to be accessible to the general public. So out of the way, but close to power and networking and close-ish to a commercial area. Got it. And of course, we also need someone to find some servers for us. We have, obviously, many contracts available for uh, purchasing such equipment, but we want someone to go in and check out a few of them and maybe renegotiate some. And one of the final things that we need to do is we need some particular software. Some software that we can't really get through most normal methods. There's a particular society in Alpha Complex you may have heard of called the Computer Freaks. They are um, somewhat difficult to deal with. I don't like interacting with them personally. That's why I would like someone else to find a way to contact them and get some of the software we require from them. That sounds uh, very much up my alley. Is that so? Uh, yes, sir. I'm quite handy with computers. If you'd like, you can take a day to think about it. I think I'll take a day to think about it uh, and consider uh, maybe do some preliminary research. Excellent. Here is a address you can uh, tell your decision to. He uh, writes something down on a note card and sends it to you and says, 
Just mail in a letter when you're ready to decide your assignment, and then I will send you any information that I can. Sounds excellent. Uh, thank you. My pleasure. I hope that you prove to be as promising in the future as you have been so far. Thank you, sir. I'll, I'll definitely try. All right. In that case, you are dismissed for now. All right. I guess I will uh, say thanks, uh, wave, and head on out. All right. Uh, so you have a uh, address you can send letters to, apparently, and also you have um, a basic overview of what the project is. Uh, it doesn't contain all the details that you'll need for whatever you pick, but... Um, do you have uh, pasteable text for the project descriptions? Um, no, it's very vague. Uh, I didn't think that writing it up would do much good to you. Okay. But if you have any general questions about it, I can answer them. Essentially, uh, it, essentially, it looks like exactly what I was saying. They are going to find a location and either purchase or construct a building there. Uh, they're going to set up a large amount of uh, servers there. Uh, and they need to run some kind of information processing or searching software. It doesn't say exactly what it is. Just out of curiosity, do I know, like, I imagine some of this, like, they aren't expecting me to fund the project. No, no, they, they will presumably compensate you for whatever you... So I don't know if I can afford land ownership. No, no. Um, so, uh, those are your choices. Uh, you can... Uh, try. You can be assigned to find a location, uh, get a deal on the hardware that you're going to need, or you can uh, try to get in contact with the computer freaks and get the software. I'm really, really trending towards the computer freaks one. Okay. Um, do you want to just do you want to just pick that because you can just pick that if you want. I'm not going to just pick it. I am going to do some preliminary research. So be prepared to get a couple questions. Sure. Uh, you can probably take as much time as you want because, I mean... Uh, we're not playing another game for nine millennia. Yeah. Shout out to everyone listening to this episode in 3048 after the world is a burnt crisp. Most likely. Alrighty then. Alright, well I think we can cut this here. Uh, I think I'm done for now. There's one thing I for there's one thing I forgot to mention, which is technically speaking, the project you've been assigned to um, is completely legal, but the software that you are trying to get is not. That's very interesting. So, uh, if you, if for some reason it's necessary to, or it would benefit you in some way, you can say, um, "I'm working on this building with these. It's going to be a, a big server infrastructure thing." And I don't know all the details about it, but I'm working on it. You could say that, and it would be completely normal. Um, you probably have to explain why it's related to Memomax, because it's not, but you could just lie and say it's a Memomax thing. And as long as nobody looks into it in too much detail. Everyone, everything is a Memomax thing. But if, if for some reason you need to enlist the other troubleshooters, you could just say, yeah, here, look at this cool thing, and you can hand them the papers, uh, and it'll tell them about the project, and you say, I've been assigned to work on this project. I might talk to some people. Just so you know, that that's completely legal. Uh, there's... These are the benefits of, benefits of being in a program group. Yeah. Okay, so I think we can cut there. Alrighty. 
Thank you for listening to this elaborate shitpost that I am pretending to call an episode of Paranoia. Fight together, or die a clone.